You have to stop. I have to stop. There is no other course of action to be concluded. You must stop. It has been you. It has been you this entire time. Spinning my world off its axis, making me reconsider everything I've ever told myself. I came here resolved to save my family. Everything I have ever done. Has, has it been, been for them? Has been for them. Yeah. You are the one who must stop. Before what? Before we both finally do something for ourselves? From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Bridgerton with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to Bridgerton on Netflix. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to spill the tea. And welcome back. My name's Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and we did it, kids. We did it. We made it. It's here. Yes. They finally, finally did it. Did they finally consummated their their love? Oh, see, I don't think they actually had like full fledged sex. I think it was just oral sex. Uh, whatevs. We we got a kiss. We got the I mean, thing. You got more than a kiss. I know, but we got the thing. You got privates being touched. <laughs> <laughs> all the privates. I don't think all the privates. I don't, I don't think I, little Anthony came out. I think little Anthony came out. I don't think little Anthony came in. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think little Anthony, you know, came on, came, came, on, came, came anywhere near Kate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it happened, but whatever. I mean, we finally got some, we got pavilion sex. Got pavilion oral sex. Well, I, I don't know. I Whatevs. You can Either dream way. it, Blake, but from what I saw. Well, you didn't get the full thing. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I'm willing to bet. I'm, I'm saying I'm, what was on camera was oral sex. Agreed. Okay. So agreed. I'm just going by what was on camera. In your own mind, you can do whatever you want. Fair enough. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Hey, my mind is a, is a scary place. Hey, we all know, Blake. <laughs> Oh, but we did it. We're here, kids. Well, listen, we want to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on Mary and Blake on social media because, alas, this is the penultimate episode yes. that we are covering. And we're going to be doing a lot of other projects over at MaryandBlake.com. But you're going to want to make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. All three are your favorite of those three. Um, and we also have a Facebook group. So if you are dying to find out some other shows that you can binge and chat along with, go to Facebook and just search Mary and Blake. Come on in and join us. And if we have brought you some joy, if you've been listening to us on your walks with your dogs, on your drive to work, while you're doing the dishes, while you're having insomnia, because I know that's when I listen to my Maybe podcasts. you're having pavilion sex. Maybe I don't know. you're having pavilion oral sex, and I will <laughs> stick to that. Um, <laughs> if we bring you joy, please think about joining us at jointhenerdclan.com. It's our Patreon site, and you can think of Blake and I like a PB. Yes, we're listener supported. It's a mom and pop pot shop podcast for less than a cup of coffee each month. Your donations truly, truly make a huge difference in our family and keep these podcasts going. So thank you so much. All right, let's get into the show.
Corey Mavin. This is the penultimate episode of Bridgerton Season 2, as you had mentioned. It is entitled Hominy because that is the theme for the Bridgerton ball that was um, left a little to be desired there, kiddo. Mm. A little to be desired. A little left, rather. So That's uh, your kind of ball. Yes, it is. Just, oh, just my family? Just show up. We have up. enough food for leftovers so I don't have to cook for the week? <laughs> Done. I don't have to worry about dancing with other people. You would have literally been like Gregory up top. Yeah. Nobody's here? Yes, thank God. Awesome. I know. Listen, I know the pandemic was hard for a lot of people, but I loved not having responsibilities to other people. I loved just being at home with my bride and my kids, not having to go out. Not having to do any of that stuff. Whereas I'm like Lady Featherington, waiting for the newest invite. <laughs> and then when I do get invited, I get a migraine headache from my long COVID and I have to come home after the appetizer course. <laughs> True story. That just happened this that weekend. That did just happen. That <sighs> poor, poor girl. I felt long so COVID. bad for you. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so like as we mentioned, the title was Hominy and the director was Cheryl Dunye or Dunn. I, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. And I, and I am very big on pronunciations of names and I could not find where to pronounce it. So Cheryl, if you're listening, I apologize. You can send us a message and give me a correction notice at your leisure. She has actually directed a ton of stuff that we love, Mary. And she has, she's, uh, she's been around for quite a while, but, uh, well, not quite a while, but she's been around directing some major stuff. I, I would say since as early as 2016, 28, 2015. Uh, her titles include, uh, Dear White People, uh, Sacred Lies, All Rise, uh, Pride, The Last Man, uh, as well as the 4400, Bridgerton, and of course, Mary, the Umbrella Academy, mm. which is a fan. Well, the, it, it is a favorite of Mary and Blake Media. Yes. So if you ever get a chance, please go do watch on Netflix. It is amazing. And then we have the writer, Oliver Goldstick, who has been around for quite some time. Oliver has written many uh, different kinds of television, ranging from, uh, remember the show Coach? No. Uh, you know, oh, it's the dad from uh, from Parenthood. The, okay. the old, the old, he, he was, he was coach. Uh, and then there was Caroline in the city. You remember that show? No. No. Okay. This is like, I guess this is not your time of television. Uh, but also, uh, shows including, um, Ravenswood and Pretty Little Liars, as well as High School Musical, the musical, the series. Okay. Now I know that one. Which is, I think, the worst title in the history of titles. Or they just meant it to be like that hysterical. I feel like that's probably not true. I'm here for it. And then obviously Pretty Little Liars as well. So lots of experience dating all the way back to the early to mid 90s for all of Goldstick. So that is that. Uh Your uh, little bit of a recap, Mary, for this episode. All right. So this takes place right after the wedding is, you know. A wonderful failure. And the Bridgertons and the Sharmas um, are on the outskirts of society. The ton are snobs, pick up their noses, don't even want to talk to them. Also, the uh, tea that is being spilled is Queen Charlotte just accuses Eloise flat out of being Lady Whistledown. Shows up to the house. Shows up, is like, listen, even if you try to say that it's not you, your punishment's going to be even worse. So Eloise tells Penelope, and then Penelope, who is Lady Whistledown, writes a wicked bad stuff about Eloise, talking about how she is a political radicalist and has been hanging out with this print shop boy. So wicked bad. Uh, The Bridgertons try to have the Bridgerton ball with the Sharmas. Nobody shows up. Nobody. Goodbye. 
Nobody shows up. Uh, someone who is getting some action is Colin Bridgerton as he decides to invest in Jack Featherington, cousin Jack. Not great, Bob. And we can't, uh, we can't forget. This is when Kate and Anthony bang. Pavilion yep. sex or oral sex happens. And then Kate can't stop thinking about it. Needs to go cool off. Oh, she and does she goes some for a rainy horse ride and falls. And thankfully, Anthony is there in a slow motion. Kate! Yeah. And then she's unconscious. Uh, End scene. Uh, okay, fine. Fair enough. Your cups of tea rating, what do you got? Five. Okay, fair enough. I'm giving it a four, eight, five. Enjoyed it. One of the better episodes of this season. Mm-hmm. Not as good as the last or the oh. previous. Oh my gosh. In my opinion. Even with sex? Yeah, even with pavilion sex. Okay. I'm, I'm still, I, I just, there's some stuff in here that happens where I'm just kind of out on it. Okay. And I, I think, in my opinion, the previous episode was just, I think, the height of what season two is. Um, although, although the Bee in Your Bonnet episode was quite oh, good, too. Yes. Agreed. So I think those two are probably tied at the moment. For so, your faves. Okay. Uh, so that's where I am. All right, you're GBG. You're good. You're bad. And you're great. Oh, when Edwina says, was I truly that blind? <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, you know, everybody's all together making their little plans. And I just love it because we're all sitting there saying, yes, Edwina. Yes, you, you have are. been that blind. Um, so I just loved that moment. My bad was during the art gallery hangout with the Sharmers and the Bridgertons when everyone's snubbing them. Mm-hmm. Anthony, Anthony, this whole episode pretty much apologized. And and uh, Lady Mary pretty much says, it's too late to apologize. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you know, oh, it must be so convenient for a man to be able to apologize much later after the fact. And mm. I don't know, I just thought she was kind of rude. But then she goes on to but say, then she makes but up no, for not really. Well, then she, she says does. like, okay, and you're not the only one who did something bad. I'm going to be like, Lady Mary, you fell in love with someone that you technically weren't supposed to. Right. Shut up. Shut up. And Shut she, up. Then she says, oh, you know, I've been in mourning since my husband died and yeah. I haven't really been there for my family. And, you know, it's like it's like she's actually going through a little bit of self-development while she's chatting with Anthony after she just dissed him. Do you think that she had a little bit of a therapy session prior to? No, I think Lady Mary sucks. That is a hot take. I don't like her. I'm glad that the queen is done with her. Goodbye, Mary. Woo, that's a hot take. I'll set with you. I'm not saying that's Chernobyl, I but that is... I do not want her on the inner circle with Violet and Lady Danbury. She is not worthy. I think she's weak. I think... I don't... I appreciate you're in mourning, but guess who's also lost husbands? Danbury and Bridgerton. And are they like you? Lay in blame? Here's what I'll say to... Get out of here. I, I will co-sign with you on the fact that... That she does not belong in the same category as as Violet and Lady Danbury. Yeah. I will co-sign. Yeah. I'm not sure if I can go as far as saying Lady Mary sucks. That's fine. I'll say it. (laughs) Say it for me. She's my bad. (laughs) My great was the dancing. The Sharmas and Danbury and Bridgerton's dancing. So happy. I loved watching the the cast laugh. Like you could genuinely tell that they had so much fun doing this. Yeah, much like the Paul Mall scene in the in the in, in earlier. Yes. Yes. Um. So I just loved it. I'm here for all the dancing. Yeah, it was a. You could tell that they were genuinely having a good time. That's why I just said booby trap. No, I, <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm. I'm. You know, reemphasizing it for you. Okay. That's the you know, That's what we do. 
in Mary, Mary and Blake Media. What? Okay, what's your GBG? What are you laughing at? Let's just see if you got something original. I got I got original stuff. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. Uh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my good. Uh, first, Collins Savage. I mean, coming off the top rope burn of of uh, of Anthony when they're all like, hey, where's Anthony? And he says, perhaps he's still waiting at the altar for Miss Edwina. Well done, Colin. Well Savage. Done. I mean, from the clouds, this kid just and just bodies Anthony with Anthony not even in the room. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Uh, but the the my other good here too is that finally whistle down. And the search for Whistledown is starting to pay off and give our characters some actual choices on what they're supposed to do. It's not just anymore a plot device. It's not just anymore a fun little thing. It is actually going to have to manipulate our characters in what they do and how they interact with each other. And I just, I find that so refreshing finally, because it's just been, if it has felt nonsensical up until this point, my bad is when, I'm sorry, when Kate walks away going into the art gallery and as she walks away, Anthony like visibly stops, closes his eyes and smells her scent. And, as, I loved that. No, I agree that I like that sentiment, but it was so blatant and so obvious. And then there was the whole thing with Lady Danbury like, clearing her throat and be like, <clears throat> not this time. I thought that was just so over the top. I wish that it was much more subtle. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could say that to you when you react to things. I wish that was much more subtle. What are you talking about? To me, if you liked the smell of lilies that I had on and I was like this forbidden fruit, he didn't think Lady Danbury's watching him. He thought everybody went in. He thought he could have a moment to enjoy that lily (laughs) smell in peace, okay, before Uh he had to go fake it. Give him his flicking moment, okay? I don't know. I'm, no, I'm kind of you, out on it. Okay. Well, next time that you- I want subtle. Mm. I want more subtle. Anthony Bridgerton is nothing subtle for <laughs> He is anything but yeah, subtle. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and the fact that you can actually say that, you know what that means, Mary? What? He's a well-written character. Uh, and my great, of course, is the pavilion sex. Uh, The the whole scene was really great and the conversation that happens before it, but also what happens after it uh, for many reasons, uh, you know, what leads up to it is what we played at the top of our episode, which is what we're going to finally going to do something for ourselves. Like that is an actual change in a character that Mm -hmm. leads them to do something that they probably otherwise wouldn't normally do. And it happens in, in a, in an ironic way in a sense that Anthony, the one who has been, um, you know, subject and prisoner to his duty is finally the one saying, "No, we need, like, we're we need to do this for us." Mm-hmm. That, that like that's it, and and Kate is the one that is saying, "No, we're not doing this." Until obviously they do, yeah. And then Kate is the one that leaves. I I find all of this, including the actual sex part itself, uh engaging and what that means for those characters so yeah that is my great that's what i love and uh we have our music mary are you ready for the music yeah always let's do it Mm 
So this is How Deep Is Your Love by Calvin Harris and Disciples. It was covered by Kiris. I don't know who Kiris is, but that is... I don't know if that's that. Uh, this is when uh, Anthony and Kate obviously can't keep the hands off of each other and they're you know, doing their pavilion sex. Yes. And, um, and it, it obviously plays at 49 minutes into the episode when they're having their the, uh, the pavilion sex. And... Um, yeah, it's just a really awesome song, and I just th- I feel like it fits this moment, just the how um, graceful it feels, mm-hmm. but also it feels a little kinetic at the same time. I mean, it's as graceful as those undies. Let's oh. talk about those undercarts. Oh, Victoria's Secret ain't got nothing on nothing that. Nothing on it, and I love that none of it was wrinkled, because you know she's been dancing and sitting and eating. And being groped, and yet no wrinkles None whatsoever. on those undies. You know what she's not wearing either? Spanks. Nope. No spanks. She just needs spanks. Nope. She's like, I got bloomers. <laughs> I don't even know if they're bloomers, but I love what them. Whatevs. I don't even know I what bloomers those. are. What a bloomers. It's like undergarment pants, like a puffy pants, I think. I don't know. Wait, like, like. I don't know, Blake. Google bloomers. <laughs> okay. We're done with this song uh, uh, so that I still that. will say is oral sex, but continue. Uh, so that's the only song that plays as a cover for this um, for this uh, for this episode. So mm-hmm. that is that. All right, Mary. <clears throat> how first? Let's let's ask this question because I, I think this is an important one. I want to start at the end, and that is the cliffhanger that they leave us on. Uh, oh my gosh! I felt like we were watching um, TGIF. Like from ABC's TGIF, like okay. Full House, Boy Meets World, you know, when when um, Steve Urkel got serious, you know, kind of became Stefan, mm-hmm. and they'd leave you off on cliffhangers. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> family Matters. You know, when things got serious, all of a sudden Family uh, Matters got into like serious stuff. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, it, but then again, this is Netflix. This is its way of saying Listen, I know it's eleven thirty at night, but just finish it. Yeah, just just, okay, just what's one more hour? Come on. You're gonna be fine at work tomorrow. Just push go. Just have another cup of coffee. Do you want that next episode? Yes I do. <laughs> I I listen. Uh, I'm just I'm kind of out on the on the cliffhangery aspect of it. And I know this is a conversation that we've had on this podcast and also on The Last Kingdom uh, with Mary and Blake as well. By the way, if you're a fan of The Last Kingdom, go listen to uh, The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's on any podcatcher of your choice. <sighs> um, it, it feels a little cheap. Uh, I, I kind of wish... I like it. I kind of wish that the episode just ended with... Sex? No, with... <laughs> uh, with Anthony running off. Because we all know where he's going. Like, we know what he's doing because we've had that – I'm not going to say foreshadowing because it's not foreshadowing. But we, we've had that moment of this is paying off the beginning of their relationship. Mm. So that way the knowledge of where Kate goes informs our knowledge of where Anthony is going to go at the end of the episode. We don't need the whole, like, horse rearing and the falling and the – I get, and I know, I know that it's supposed to mirror Anthony's father's death, 
And it's going to put Anthony in a position where he has to face his fears once again in the name of love and and what that means for him. I don't know. It just feels kind of cheap. I don't know. What do you think? I loved it. I'm here for it. Period drama. Someone falls off a horse. He has a head injury. I'm here for it. (laughs) Well, I mean... Ostensibly has has an, a head injury. I mean, she's got, at least got a concussion. That's what I. That's a head injury. Yeah, she, um, yeah. I would I would say so. Would she say didn't so. get right back up, babe. <laughs> she didn't say, "Ow, my leg hurts." Hey, that sucked. Yeah, <laughs> she stayed there for a little bit. Yeah, Blake. But I will say, I really liked him riding in the rain. Mm. I thought that was I thought that was nice, despite the bad CGI, despite the bad VFX. Of uh, of them riding close up again, mm-hmm. yet again, a- awful stuff. But him riding in the rain was—it's uh, actually, you know what, kind of romantical, kind of romantical. Awesome. Uh, so so the, yeah, so I'm I'm, a, I'm appreciative of that. What do you think about Violet in this episode and the road that she takes? Um, in in how she approaches Anthony essentially saying that he kind of should and ought to fulfill his fulfill his his duty after being the one that oh like you need to go find a new honey yeah like being the one that has kind of said like you need to find your purpose and you need to find love and and suddenly it feels like she's having a little bit of a switch here i think she's in a bit of a tizzy you know she's got a lot of things coming at her at once do i think that it was her best parental moment no i do not no, I do not. But why, I'm not why do you like, think she makes this decision? Maybe just say, dust yourself off and get back out there. You know, maybe if she words it this way, because this is how Anthony's always spoken. So to me, I see it as speak his language. Maybe he'll go find another love. Mm. Dust yourself back off. Don't be mopey. You know that Benedict, even though you keep being like, oh, you're second. I don't have to be the only one who has an air. Like, both your brothers are dweebs right now. <laughs> Come on. How about, uh, how about Colin? Speaking of being a, being a dweeb. I mean. How about Colin? Like, wanting to go. Make his own way. They make his own. I, don't I kind know. of love it. I'm proud of him. I don't know. I just. Yeah. We know it's full of baloney, but, yes. but I like it. And that, I think that kind of scream that speaks more to Colin's young nature mm-hmm. and what he's doing like wh- how how did this all come about and uh, i and where is he gonna get the money and, and like the whole like the whole thing i'm rich i don't even know that's true can i just say one thing that i do need to talk about violet bridgerton though about is i love that she made a pimp gazebo like she made for her ball she expected somebody to hook up in that because there were pillows blankets a ca- candles just lit like Just pretty waiting. much like have sex here. Yeah. <laughs> like you're either out here to smoke or you're out here to hook up. Yeah. Maybe do both at the same time. I'm surprised there wasn't lube, condoms, <laughs> Karma Sutra book. I don't know. You know what? There could have been. But there wasn't. But there were blankets and pillows, probably a prop pillow. A oh. positional prop pillow. Oh, you know what? <laughs> don't go without one of those, ladies and gents. <laughs> And then, I mean, it's one thing not to notice that Anthony's not coming home because, like, he, you know, he has, like, a second place sometimes and who knows what. But I love that Lady Mary, shitty mom, Mm -hmm. okay, and Lady Danbury, and, and 
Edwina. They left the dance. They left the Bridgerton ball without Kate. Good point. And then nobody was like, did Kate come home? Hey, where's Kate? <laughs> that is a great point. I didn't pick up on that. Unless unless Anthony passed out right after oral sex and Kate like quickly left and she was only gone for No, because it was daytime when she came back home. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was no, she was yeah. there. Nobody noticed that she was missing. <laughs> Nobody noticed she wasn't in the carriage on the way they home. They were like, oh, she'll, be, she'll catch an Uber she'll back get, yeah. home. It'll, yeah. it'll be fine. Oh, she'll walk. <laughs> Lady Mary's like, it was half was her oh. fault anyway. She can walk home, hussy. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and Lady Mary, use the lily soap. It helps with the nerves. Yeah, well, you know what else it does? Turns Anthony on. So shame on you, Lady Mary. Maybe this is your fault for keep telling (laughs) Kate Sharma Sharma to put on the lily soap over and over. (laughs) You know, speaking of Sharma Sharma, I love, what I do really like about this episode is that there is a role reversal in the Sharma sisters in that, you know, Edwina, this whole season, has been of the opinion that true love does exist, and she is uh, marrying, you know, and she's going to be in love, and she's going to marry the Viscount, and it's going to be this great thing. And by the end of the episode, she admits to Sharma Sharma that there is no such thing as true love. Yeah, like, those she, just it, in stories, and it's you just, have to believe in it. Yeah, it's all full of crap. All it is is just despair. Even our, our mother She's and our father. She's going through an emo phase. Oh, yeah. E- like, even the ones that we saw that were in love, that all ends in despair. Yeah, they're all dead. Regardless. And yet, at the same time, Kate begins this story with duty and wanting to fulfill the role that you know, that she needs to fulfill as a governess. She's happy and content with that role, even going so far as to say that to Lady Danbury uh, earlier in the season. And here we are at the end of this episode where she finally gives in to what could be true love and what she does feel like, and she accepts it. And and what, you know, pavilion sex. Mm -hmm. And Anthony is the one who makes her feel that way. So... The role reversal here and the mirroring of, of, of how these two characters are operating throughout this season, I think it shows a great transition and, you know, change. Like, we're all here to watch change. We're all here to watch the, 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 the effect of change on our characters, the characters that we love. And we got that. And not only did we get it mm-hmm. in, in, in Kate and Anthony, and I, I, think, I think more so Anthony than Kate. But we get it in Edwina as well. And once again, that validates our investment in our trust and our care and our concern for Edwina as a character because she has gone from this young kid who just is kind of going by and doing things and is turned into a character who's kind of brooding almost. And at every step of the way – She's basically like Order of the Phoenix Harry Potter. Oh, my favorite Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right, Mary. You're a wizard, Harry. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah – she is she's super emo mm-hmm. and and every step of the way is finding a way to just oh, come down emo. come down on our sister let me ask you mary edwina buries her sister in multiple ways in this episode 
Do you are you co-signing on this, or do you feel bad for Kate? Do you think it's warranted? Do you think she'll Edwina will ever get over what happened? I think Edwina will get over it. I definitely do. And you know, I'm happy she was so mean to Kate. Because of that, Kate got oral sex. She got her her first O yes. that we know of. Her first O that we know of. <laughs> All right, so did did you did you feel bad for Edwina when like do you, it's obvious that Kate and Anthony, you know, they got a thing going on when they're dancing mm-hmm. and do you blame Edwina for kind of freaking out when she's in the middle of that? No. Well, like you don't blame her for it or you don't you I don't, don't feel, feel bad. bad for, okay, all right. I don't all right, feel bad. Enough. This is life. Get over it? Yeah. Just get over yourself? People have crushes and they don't always invite involve you. Get over yourself. Okay, fair enough. I can I think I can co- I can co-sign on that. What I will Like if you were married and this was happening, okay. And yeah. if this was like the first day or the first week, but it's been going on for a while. Yes. Okay. Okay, I got you. And you don't need to freak out. I, did your heart break just a little bit when they were painting the floor, that, that beautiful hardwood floor no. for the dance floor? I did a little bit. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? How are you going to get that up? <laughs> like, how are you going to get that off? Maybe it's not real paint. Whatever it is, I hope it's not permanent, permanent. maca. Yeah, I doubt it's permanent. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Great design, though. Big beautiful. fan. Oh, Big yes. fan. Jealous I wasn't invited. And what do you think about, honestly, now, uh, Anthony, calling out to the family being like, you know what? I don't care. We're dancing. I love it. Where he, I was all about that. Good job, Anthony. You know, finally doing something that I think his father would do. Mm-hmm. Right? Agreed. I think he, finally that is, you know, I think he recognizes a moment and says, no, this is my house. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. This is what this we're is not going to be happen. all mopey, right? And it led to an honestly great moment, I think, for both families. It and was my great. It was your great, and you know, a healing moment, obviously, for both mm-hmm. families in a sense. Until obviously Edwina, you know, freaks out, pouts. you know, pouts and and does her thing. Um, I don't know. I think this episode is great in many ways, but I think it's only just setting up for the finale. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm here for it. I've enjoyed these last few episodes. I am really excited about the finale. I will say that um I think Eloise and her very quick hasty plan of okay, I am gonna pretend to be whistle down just so that this could be done. Um, not the best plan. But I can appreciate that she's kind of floundering and she feels like she has to do something because the queen's saying it's going to be worse if you say it's not you. Yeah, she's put it in an impossible position. Yeah, so I I just feel bad for her. But the other thing, the other thing that I cannot wait to sink my teeth into Mm -hmm. is when Eloise finds out that this is Penelope. Yeah, oh, it, it, this is going to happen. Oh. If you think there's any chance that there is not going to be some kind of confrontation between these two mm. now by the end of this episode, yep. you got another thing coming. But also, what does that mean for the Bridgertons in general with Penelope, meaning Colin? Because Colin and Penelope have a great little moment yes. in this episode, and you see things kind of like being laid out, and you like ruined his sister. 
Like you ranked her through the newspapers, through the papes. Honestly, how is anyone going to want to be friends with Penelope? Even Cressida, Ka- Kate, whatever her name is, Cressida. Cressida Cowper, not Cressida Yeah, Cowell. I know, I was going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> but like all of the Bridgertons, all of the Bridgertons, Cressida, uh, the, everyone, the whole ton. When and if they find out, all hell's going to break loose. You know what, what pissed me off a little bit? Was that everybody is like rejecting the Bridgertons and the Sharmas mm-hmm. because of this wedding. You know, they're going out there. They're trying to do the promenade. They're trying to do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, everyone's just turning their shoulders. Yeah. Or, you know, turning, you know, lifting their noses up mm-hmm. at them. And I, it kind of pisses me off a little bit. Oh, I know. Because screw you guys. Like, obviously there was something that happened and that, and it's, we all know it ain't good. It's like that whole phrase. Who are you? You think your shit don't stink. Like you've been written about in the papes before. Yeah. Like screw you. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I, I mean, I suppose that's, you know, the nature of the ton and mm-hmm. why it the is, fickle. you know, it is a blessing and why it also is a burden mm-hmm. in, in many instances. And you're, you're getting a, a, a real and actual, um, Consequence, yes, for um, you know, for what happened at the wedding. So mm-hmm. it's not just oh, yay, like ooh, wedding didn't happen, and okay, we're all moving on. Like no, no, like there's there's a thing that's happening here. Yes, and it it has you know it has the potential to to really cause damage. <clears throat> yeah, for people. Yeah, no, I I agree. And and further damage caused also by the fact that Theo Sharp is telling Eloise to to go get a shine box essentially. I mean, all I can tell you, Blake, is that you would not want to be in the ton. You no, would. that is the last place I would want to be. Yeah, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't do well. I would not do well. <laughs> I, it, I just, I don't care what you think about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out of my way to impress you. Mm-hmm. Like you have literally zero bearing on yeah. anything I do in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't care. And if I have to worry about what anybody thinks about me. Dude, and I'm, too, I'm too old for that. Not only what they think about <laughs> you, but then how that can affect your whole entire family. Yeah. I mean, your kids and matches mm-hmm. and all that. Like, no way. No way. And yeah. and I that I think probably is more of a, a commentary on, you know, as we have said, but British society at that, at that time mm-hmm. uh, and why they don't have a caste system necessarily, but it's close to one. And, you know, one wrong move can can put you out of a certain tier. Yes. And, I mean, but it's like a middle school. <laughs> oh, know? true. Good point. Good point. I hated middle school, dude. Middle school is the, the worst. So hard and so bad. You know, I and I never understood why certain kids were popular mm-hmm. and certain kids were not. And like, do the popular kids know that they're the popular kid? A lot of them do. Yes, a lot of them do. And Mar- Mary has uh, a specific insight into this because she was a middle school teacher for me. For many yeah. Years. Oh no, a lot of popular kids know they're popular. Um, like I, I've always wondered what that must have been like to know I'm the popular kid. Like, what is that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me either. I'll tell you that. I, like, how do you, how do you even handle yourself? And they still have their own issues. You know, it's not to say that they don't have drama. I mean, you look at the Bridgertons and the Bridgertons are like the upper crust of society and they obviously have their issues. So sure. it's not to say that they're immune, but yeah, it's, it's a different world. I love um, Hyacinth's little reaction when Anthony asks her to dance. She's like, oh, oh, oh my God. So stinking sweet. Oh my God, yes. And she, 
everyone just comes running down. Yep. Oh, man, that was just a great moment. Agreed. A great, great moment. For, I really enjoyed this episode. You know, I've I've enjoyed, like you said, the particular, especially the last half of this season. Um, it's just been, it's been a joy, and I cannot wait to delve into the finale. I would say that the last half of the season has certainly found its footing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say episode five is probably the demarcation line. Though, like I said, I really like to be in a bonnet, a be in your bonnet episode yeah. as well. The season was good. Um, it's 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 been so different than season one, and I think that that's part of the other thing is like season one, everything was new: the lust, the grandeur, the the diversity, the the music, premise, all like of it. everything was so different. And that's one of the things when you have you know a second season of something, you lose the newness aspect. Yeah. So you know what might have been a bit slower of a plot line in the past, but made up for in the newness of it, introducing characters. Oh, this is so pretty! Look at the fire fireworks oh they're dancing like that is no longer new to us yeah i will say that and i was i I think i kind of wanted to save this conversation for the the final episode but here's a teaser i will say that so far the first season was more a visual spectacle yes than the second season yes it was more um I would say that it was more delectable. Yeah, I mean, I want to have like my iPhone background be stuff from season one. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But character depth and development, I'm here for season two. I would say that yes, the the, the character. Yeah, you know what? We'll, let's save this conversation okay. for Agreed. for the final for the finale, just because I think it's more apropos once we yes. get the full story. Um, you got anything else for this episode, my love? No. Uh, does this fulfill the Mary and Blake media commandment that we are getting momentum into the finale? I think so. In what way do you think it provides the most momentum? Like what? Like what is this saying? Like oral sex? <laughs> you can't go back now. You can't go back. It's not just like oh, I dream or I think. Like you've done it. It's been done. Yeah, you can't forget that. It's there. It, yep. So there's you, my momentum. Do you think? Giddy up. Do you think that? Well, um, I'll, I'll leave. Okay. It, I'll leave it alone there. Okay. I'll leave it alone there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say that there's some momentum. I would say there's, oddly enough, there's momentum in where we are with Eloise and Penelope and what this means. I don't think it's oddly enough. I think that I'm excited for it. You know, we've put down the framework for it. Yeah, and th- there's also this dramatic irony that we know who it is, but also with the knowledge that they have come to a point where they're like, listen, we're not going to have any lies between us. And while that's a great sentiment in practice, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately, there's this one giant white gorilla in the room that won't go away. And it's only a matter of time. I've never heard a phrase white gorilla in a room. I've heard elephant Whatever. in a room. You know, I, sure. Are you that just too. trying to like remix it and think of other animals from the zoo? Sure. Why not? Giraffe? <laughs> a, a hippo? There's a giant hippo in the room. Okay. Okay. A warthog? A warthog. <laughs> Cheetah, if you will. I'm okay with that. Cheetahs can be sly though, so you might not notice it. So you're trying to say you're going to notice it. You know what it's not? What? A raptor. Because you'll never notice it. It always comes from the sides. That's right. Clever, clever girl. 
<laughs> if I had my uh, my 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 welcome to Jurassic Park thing, I would. All right. Uh, anything else for this episode, my love? That is it. Darling. All right. I agree. Let's close this bad boy out, shall we? Oh, by the way. Since this is a penultimate episode, mm-hmm. we have a tradition here at Mary and Blake Media. Sure do. Mary, you know what it is. What I is do. it? Final countdown. I don't know. One of the greatest songs of all time. Saying something, but a great song. I'm not gonna die on the hill. Yeah, but I'm gonna say at least a top twenty. Oh wow, I am not there at all. But good for you, Blake. <laughs> good for you and I, your every time. Every time I hear this song, all I can think about is Job in uh, in uh, Arrested Development when he's doing his magic tricks. <laughs> mm. Yep, says a lot. <laughs> They're illusions, Michael. Tricks are for whores. <laughs> a lot, Blake. All right, I do want to take this moment to thank another uh, Apple Podcast reviewer. Oh, okay. DGBKS. All right. Fun from start to finish. I have listened to many of Mary and Blake's podcasts. Bridgerton is saucy escapism at its finest. Oh. The inside jokes and sound clips as well as the combination of fluff and film nerd makes me happy. Well, oh, thank, thank you so you. much, my friend. Your review has made us happy. And friends, don't forget, you can leave a review. Yes, we're at the penultimate episode, but there are still people who are binging and finding Bridgerton. Yes. So head on over to Apple Podcasts because your review makes a huge difference. And then, of course, go to maryandblake.com, too, to check out all of the podcasts and blogs that we have going on. In fact, a brand new one that we have going on is House of the Dragon. So that is the, eh, I mean, arguably the prequel to uh, Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. so we're doing that hold on we gotta let this ride it's the final countdown sorry I had to to let that ride so yeah we're we're there doing House of the Dragon very fun like it's just I'm so glad to be back in Westeros so check out all of our social media as well to get those updates about when those episodes are coming out and we are making our grand return to the Potterverse Soon after we finish the Last Kingdom, that will be happening in, uh, in in next month. If you're listening to us as we are recording this, yeah. so don't don't sleep on that podcast mm-hmm. because that if you like Harry Potter and all the things and all that's the things the Wizarding World, oh man, don't miss out. So that's that, Mob. And you got anything else? That is it. Let's close it out. Let's get to the finale, shall we? My name's Mary. My name is Blake. You've been listening to Bridgerton with Mary and Blake. Now go out and spill some tea. Or brew some tea. Or do whatever you want with the tea. Just don't. Or you can have some pavilion sex with some tea. It's not sex. It's oral sex. <laughs> I think. No, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm going to leave with that good, joke. Good. I'm going to leave it there. Good. Like, I was going to make a Bill Clinton was, joke, no, but I'm just, not going to. It was just a terrible joke, and it continues to be terrible. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,